Talk Radio. Renegade Talk Radio. You're tuned in to the American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch it live right now at band.video. Today, the sad, somber and momentous death of Queen Elizabeth II was announced. And whatever you think of the royal family or the institution of the monarchy, the Queen represented something far greater than herself. The bedrock of a country, an unmovable, stoic, 70-year constant in a rapidly changing and increasingly insane world. A patron of hundreds of charities. A beloved icon who represented her nation almost right up until the very day of her death. But of course none of that stopped idiots vomiting their obnoxious loathing all over social media. Mr. America deserved 9-11 Hassan Piker led the charge. Let's go! Give Queen! Pack watch! Calling working class Brits genuinely upset at the death of their head of state, bitches. My life, forever. Oh my god, he's crying! What a f- bitch! What, like when you cried on stream when Sam Hyde called you out? Hassan Piker! I'm coming! A mentally ill and banned your own followers merely for bringing up the topic. Oh yeah, you can make jokes about the Queen dying and celebrate it. The Queen is dead. When Sam Hyde makes jokes about you, it's some kind of serious, ominous, violent threat. It's okay when we do it. Cool, blimey, it's hot down here. Yeah. If there is a hell, I don't think publicly advocating for the legalization of CP is going to help you avoid it. Isn't it fascinating how there are legacy media-driven mass moral panics about edgy online content? Global hand-wringing hysteria over Andrew Tate's offensive statements. Giant top-down orchestrated establishment deplatforming campaigns. Yes. Certain online personalities with audiences in the millions can say the most vile crap imaginable about the death of the Queen. And they're rewarded with establishment cover and big tech protection. The system points the finger all day at dissidents for their disgusting and dangerous rhetoric. Yet these individuals base their entire career on spewing the most repellent invective. And just because they amplify regime messaging everywhere else, they face zero consequences whatsoever. Oh, you're so edgy for celebrating the death of a 96-year-old woman. It's like the kind of thing I did when I was 14, thinking I was all subversive and cool. I wasn't being subversive and cool. I was just being an annoying teenager. These do it in their 30s, are platformed in doing so by Twitch, owned by Amazon, a $440 billion net worth transnational corporation. And they still think they're being non-conformist and contrarian. R.I.P. Bozo. Old woman dead. <laughs> oh my god, so edgy. There are also countless sick tweets welcoming the Queen's death because she was a racist colonizer. Whether you think the British Empire was a genocidal colonialist outrage or a force for good, newsflash, it was a force for good. Queen Elizabeth presided over the dismantling of the British Empire. And colonialism had all but ended when she took the throne. In the decades after she took the throne, under her watch, the last vestiges of it were completely eliminated. So what in God's name are you even talking about? BBC Radio 4 our national broadcaster whined about the royal family representing inherited white privilege. Apparently royal families only exist in white countries. I guess the royal families in Saudi Arabia, Kuwait, United Arab Emirates, Swaziland, Brunei, Oman, Bahrain, Jordan, Morocco, Tonga, Bhutan, Lesotho, Cambodia and Malaysia 
don't exist. BBC Radio 4 also complained about the monarchy being at odds with society which values equality, diversity, inclusivity. Despite the fact that the UK became one of the most multicultural places on earth after the Queen took the throne. Again, it's this warped idea that Britain is some kind of racist backwater, yet absorbs around 300,000 immigrants net every single year. If it's so racist and horrible, why do they all come here? They also complained that the royal family was a symbol of slavery. Despite the fact that Great Britain was the first country in the world to officially abolish slavery nearly 120 years before Queen Elizabeth was even coronated. The New York Times commissioned a piece before the Queen's death, blaming her for helping to, quote, obscure a bloody history of decolonisation, and then published it within hours of her demise, despite the fact that she literally oversaw decolonisation all over the world. I don't have any particular fondness for the royal family, but given a choice between monarchy as a ruling force and this new breed of vile cultural recolonizers as a ruling force. I know which one I choose. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, inventor of my pillow. Here to tell you about my Giza Dream bed sheets. I made sure that they would be everything you'd ever want in a sheet set. I started with the world's finest cotton called Giza. It's only grown in a region where the Sahara Desert, the Nile River, and the Mediterranean Sea all meet. The long staple cotton makes my Giza Dream sheets ultra soft and durable. They come with extra wide pillowcases to fit over any pillow and extra deep pockets to fit over any mattress. Not only that, they come with my 60-day money-back guarantee and a 10-year warranty. And now you can get the best sheets ever for the best price ever. When you buy one of my Giza Dream bed sheet sets, you'll get another one absolutely free. I personally guarantee that they'll be the most comfortable sheets you'll ever own. Go to MyPillow.com and click on the Radio Listener Specials for the buy one, get one free offer on Giza Sheets. All you got to do, Renegade Nation, is enter the promo code RENEGADE or call 1-800-889-6817 for these great specials. That's 1-800-889-6817. Use the promo code RENEGADE. This is Renegade Talk Radio. Renegade Talk Radio. You're tuned in to The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch it live right now at band.video. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to The American Journal. I'm your host, Harrison Smith. You're watching us on Infowars.com and band.video. Very glad to be here with you this morning. We have lots of videos to show you. As always, we'll be taking your calls throughout the show today. We hope to be joined by Stuart Rhodes. We'll be calling in from prison at around 10 a.m., hopefully, if everything goes according to plans. But, of course, his time is not his own, so we'll try to make that work. But we are excited to talk to him if it does work out. Let's begin today as we do every day with our Daily Dispatch. All right, here it is, folks, your Daily Dispatch for Monday, the 12th of September, 2022. Ukraine retakes towns within 50 kilometers of Russian border amid rumors Putin to issue full declaration of war. The Ukrainian government is touting a weekend advance in the country's east at an astonishing rate as the major counteroffensive announced by Kiev over a week ago continues. Western news headlines are also widely echoing the new optimism after months of steady Russian takeover of the east, which lately drifted into a stalemate along the front lines. And we'll be covering this a lot more later in the 
show some reports say up to 12,000 Ukrainians lost their lives during this counteroffensive. Russia has responded by bombing a lot of the critical infrastructure in Ukraine, which is experiencing massive and widespread uh, blackouts. And again, we will get into this later in the show and give you some more details about exactly what's going on. But InfoWars has another headline related to Ukraine. This one says Slava Raytheon, Slava Ukraine, Slava Raytheon, Slava Lockheed Martin, long live the weapons manufacturers. Zelensky to headline conference of U.S. defense companies. Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky has throughout much of the six long Six-month-long Ukraine war been busy rallying support to his side by addressing dozens of Western countries' parliaments for which Ukraine has since been rewarded with billions of dollars in defense, foreign defense and humanitarian aid. His foremost theme has been a constant refrain of his military urgently needing more, more, more weapons. He even requested advanced fighter jets months ago asking Congress to close the skies or in essence create a no-fly zone. Now he is headlining the defense, <laughs> the defense industry uh, meeting with companies such as Raytheon Technologies, Lockheed Martin, and General Dynamics. U.S. has committed $15.2 billion in security assistance to Ukraine since the beginning of the Biden administration, including $14.5 billion since Russia invaded Ukraine on February 24th. Fresh off his appearance at Wall Street, where he pitched corporations on the plunder of his country's assets, Zelensky will appear at a conference of arms makers in Texas to present his country's war as a fantastic business opportunity. I have to say, rarely in the history of the world has there been a occasion like this where you have these massive companies with a a single person a single man to thank for billions upon billions upon billions of dollars of taxpayer money pumped into the defense industry and you have to think you know maybe this is what it's all about maybe it really is just about pumping up the american economy the world economy really by fabricating a war. You know, it's just one of those things. It's a false flag war, you might say. The whole conflict is one big false flag to shift money around, drain the coffers of the average American person, and provide trillions to the most evil people in the world. Maybe that's what it's all about. Maybe they justify it by saying, look, if we didn't have this war, the economy would have collapsed already. So we needed to spend a trillion dollars on weapons to blow each other up. Otherwise, you know, the housing market would go down or something stupid. Yeah, I just wonder, well, what are they? I'm just looking, I'm looking for a reason here. I'm looking for some sort of rationale as to why we are continuing to be engaged in total and absolutely pointless warfare in Ukraine. Why exactly that's happening. Again, we'll get into that later in the show. Records detail moments before the arrest of teen accused of making terroristic threats online. This is a follow-up to the story that we covered on Friday with the uh, black teenager going around Memphis describing already being on a shooting spree, essentially. So we already shot one guy. Now we're looking for an old white woman to shoot. Well, he's been arrested. Reginald Williams, 18, has been charged with the Commission of Act of Terrorism, Civil Rights Intimidation, disorderly conduct, and harassment court records show. And it's almost like he walked through the Capitol doors, isn't it? <laughs> Commission of an act of terror. You know, you know, one is a 
is an armed felon driving around saying, I just shot somebody. I'm going to go shoot more white people. And the other is, you know, a peaceful protester wandering through the open door of the Capitol, getting a high five from a police officer. These are basically the same thing these days. So according to the affidavit, the threats caused concern for people in the community who were in fear of their life, you know, because of all of the killing that had gone on, because of all of the murders that had happened, because of all the racialized targeting and hunting of white people that had taken place in the few days before. They thought maybe this threat was legitimate and that they should find this guy. Well, it turns out that the guy is 18 years old and already has something like five convictions on his record. Pretty incredible. Williams told the police he'd been involved with the Crip gang since he was about 13 or 14. According to reports, investigators asked William about what MGNG meant. That was put at the beginning of his Facebook profile name. Williams said it meant my gang, no gang. Williams is due in court September 12th and has a $100,000 bond. From the Daily Wire, American households lost $6 trillion in three months. $6 trillion. Who did they lose it to? If I had to guess, probably the richest of the rich, probably that top 1% who aren't exactly Americans. So maybe can't just say it went from one American to another when you have the richest and wealthiest in this country with nothing but offshore bank accounts and international interest. Total household wealth in the United States fell $6.1 trillion in the second quarter of 2022, according to data released on Friday by the Federal Reserve. Central Bank's financial accounts of the United States report showed that wealth held by Households and nonprofits dropped from $149.9 trillion at the end of March to $143.8 trillion at the end of June, representing a 4% decline. Pretty incredible. But again, folks, they are simply squeezing the, the last drops of juice out of the American people uh, before tossing the, the husk and the rind into the trash can. It's all by design. It's all completely on purpose, and it's all evil. Yes, evil, straight-up evil. I was having this conversation with my brother-in-law over the weekend where he was like, I mean, you really think these people are evil? I think greed. I, you know, I think greed explains a lot of it. It's like, well, greed is evil, so I, I guess that makes sense. Yeah, I guess it's just different forms of evil. It's control. It's envy. It's jealousy. It's greed. It's... All sorts of various aspects and, you know, various manifestations of evil. But, yeah, it's all evil, and we'll talk about that a little bit more as well, considering the fact that we are in a war of good versus evil, and it has never been more clear. And Project Veritas has done a great job of showing some videos of what those loving, good liberals say behind the scenes. And we have another video from... Project Veritas will play today as well. But again, what it illustrates is that these people are driven by and really embody the evil itself, and they know exactly what they're doing, and they're doing it because they can, not because it's right or good. Finally, we have this. U.S. railroads enact contingency plans preparing for labor strike as union talks fail. And again, a, a big segment of today's show. It's just called The Collapse, right? And you've got one headline that's like, what is causing this collapse? How, you know, humans are not behind the climate change, you know, things that we're seeing 
go on with the weather. Like, but what is causing this collapse? What is causing this worldwide collapse? Like the next line is uh, U.S. railways going on strike, food prices to skyrocket. It's like, oh, right. Right, it's all on purpose. It's all being done by design. These are all the inevitable outcomes of policies being pursued by human beings. Right, okay, so it is It is kind of our fault at the end of the day. It's the fourth coin that we've released in the last year, and I believe the most powerful, the man in the arena coin, Teddy Roosevelt. Citizen of a republic, the man in the arena. There's only 10,000 of this coin in existence in the world. It will never be made again. It's not just an amazing historic coin. It funds the information war against the globalists. This is something you want to hand down to your grandchildren. This is something you want to own. And as a fundraiser, it is funding the information war against the globalist. Ladies and gentlemen, 10,000 coins are available. They'll sell out very quickly. Please be part of history. And thank you all for your support. You can go to 1776coin.com or you can go to patriotcollectibles.com and secure this coin. There's only 10,000 of this coin in existence and it funds the info war. Man in the Arena coin, Teddy Roosevelt, 1776coin.com. Everybody knows that high quality fish oil does fantastic things for your cardiovascular system, for your brain, for every part of your body. But what I don't see being promoted is the fact that it has natural psychotropic effects. It certainly does for me. When I take a couple of these capsules an hour before bed, my sleep, my dreams are amazing. Now, there are actually some studies out there linking it to amazing events in the brain. But I want you to experience it yourself. We know it's good for your heart. We know it's good for your brain. We know it's good for your arteries and veins and your lungs and every other function in your body. But I want you to experience this high-grade fish oil, this ultimate fish oil at InfoWarsTore.com and see what it does if you take it before bedtime. Ultimate fish oil, 50% off, now exclusively available at InfoWarsTore.com. Thank you all for your support. You're really going to miss out if you don't get it. You're listening to The American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. Gentlemen, this is the American Journal, InfoWars.com, Band.video. A lot of videos to show you today. I'm just wondering, where where should we even start? You know, I guess we'll start talking about stupidity. Talking, talking about pure, unadulterated just absolutely outrageous levels of incompetence and stupidity. These videos, uh, honestly, they're so bad, I'm tempted to disbelieve them. I'm tempted to think, all right, this is, this is a scam. This can't be, this can't be real. But then again, it's, it's Fleckus Talks, and unless these people are fantastic actors... Now, I think it's real. We're going to go now to clip number 18. Stupidity, and, and this is, we've showed all these videos. There's been like three of these. Fleckus is doing this new thing where 
It's not explicitly political, but he's just going around asking young people the simplest questions you could possibly imagine, like what is Utah? And they don't they don't know. They're not they're just not sure. <laughs> they, they don't know what one plus one equals it's out of their can. I mean, they're only 19, 21 years old. How are they supposed to know basic addition or geography? It's pretty horrific, but it answers a lot of questions, I think. So this is the latest in the series, and they're only getting worse. It's it's sad. Let's watch. From originally. Um, I definitely don't know. Where's yeah, give me, give me your best from? guess. I guess a country. Mm. What is a country again? Do you know what, what country, country the Panama Canal is in? No. If you had to guess, like, what do you think it sounds like? It's a, it's a country. Europe. Yes. Do you know how many moons the Earth has? Around how many, if you had to guess? Two? Yes. Do you know what time this is? 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 35, 40, 45, uh, 2.45. Yes. Do you know what country the Great Wall of China is in? Country? Yeah. If you had to guess. Japanese? Yes. Do you know what the third month of each year is? Ain't that leap year or some shit? Yeah. Do you know what 15 percent is if you had to guess? Probably like 75. I don't know. Right. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah something like months. 75, maybe something like that. We're, we're not entirely sure uh, totally what how much uh, it is. I mean, this is troubling. These people's votes count just as much as yours do. You who are informed and understand things like the Queen of England is, in fact, from England. <laughs> I know it's it's shocking to imagine. I would really love to see a bit of a follow up because obviously this isn't explicitly political, but it gives you a good understanding of how things got to where they are at this point in American politics. But I would like to hear what these people do know about. I mean, obviously, they have to know about something unless they're walking around with completely empty heads, just not knowing anything at all. But I don't I don't know what type of questions you would ask them, but ask them about celebrities. I'm sure they know something. I would really love to hear what they think about politics, like how a complete lack of knowledge and a complete lack of actual critical thinking relates to political stance. I would I would really love to see that. But of course, that right there, that video is the answer to the question that is begged by this next video. Clip number five here, chalkboard talk. I guess this is a woman who's running for something in Florida, Carla Hernandez. Carla for Florida. And she did this video where she's talking to her constituents or potential voters like they're stupid children. And, of course, it begs the question, why? Why would they – why do they treat voters like little children? Why do they talk to them like they're in preschool? And that previous video is the answer. It's because – they're not going for the intelligent, informed people. They're going for the easily tricked. They're going for the easily manipulated. They're literally dumbing their message down, like Kamala Harris did when it comes to Ukraine and Russia. Extremely complicated issue. You know, geopolitics goes back years, high level manipulation on both sides. 
But of course, it's easy to boil it down to, well, Russia big, Ukraine small. So end of discussion. Like that's the level of engagement they want from their supporters. So let's go now to uh, clip number five as we, we learn this lesson about dictators from someone who, by the way, loves the Castros. Let's watch. Good morning and welcome to this edition of Chalkboard Talk with Ms. Hernandez. Today we're going to use some best practices in teaching and we're going to unpack some vocabulary words. Today's word of the day is dictator. Dictator, a person who gives orders and behaves as if they have complete power. A person who behaves in an autocratic way. And we have seen many dictators in our communities. We've seen uh, dictators in Cuba, in Nicaragua, and in Venezuela. So if we use it in a sentence, we can say, in Florida, we have a wannabe dictator in Ron DeSantis. He removes people from office who disagree with him. He limits voting power of minorities. Dictator. Synonyms are autocrat, tyrant, and oppressor. So if you care about issues, if you care about having your rights, if you care and you don't want to have a dictator in Florida, we need you to vote. Remember to vote blue, vote for our issues, vote up and down the ballot, vote Chris Hernandez on or before November the 8th. Hashtag schooling DeSantis. Politics in 2022. Again, she didn't say anything there that would actually make the claim that Ron DeSantis is a dictator by any means. She mentioned that there have been dictators in South America as she tailors her message to the Hispanic voting bloc there in Florida. Uh, ironically, all of them, of course, are socialists. All of them were communists. Not a single one started by saying, I am a dictator. They started by saying, I will bring you social justice. And then, of course, they became dictators, inevitably, predictably. Continuously, this happens. So that was Carla Hernandez. She is a nominee for the lieutenant governor for Florida, uh, running with some guy named Christ, Charlie Christ. Just embarrassing. But this is their tactic, and this is what they're running on at this point. We're going to continue this topic in the next segment, talking about Kamala Harris. So the only thing that she suggested there made Ron DeSantis a dictator. Like, so you get that their argument boils down to the other guy is evil. The other guy is bad. The other guy is a dictator. So vote for us or else you're voting for a dictator. And it's like, well, what does he do that makes him like a dictator? What, what has he done that's tyrannical? And two things she suggested there was that he removed people from office who don't agree with him because he's the governor, by the way, because that's what the, the job of governor is, is, to, is to do. See, he makes the policy and then the people that he hires fulfill it. And if they don't, then he replaces them. Okay, but that makes him a dictator. Sorry, sorry. That makes him a dictator. Nothing to do with the people that live underneath him. The other thing she suggests is that he wants to make it harder for minorities to vote. This is one of the very few completely ridiculous and baseless accusations that the Democrats are making right now in their desperate and deliberate attempt to call Republicans evil. Donald Trump and the MAGA Republicans represented extremism that threatens the very foundations of our republic. I wouldn't be surprised if this doesn't have an operational name. In fact, I bet it does. I bet it's called Operation Matador. They see us as the bull, and they are shaking a red flag in our face 
and the matador is the deep state with a long, skinny, razor-sharp sword so that when the bull lunges forward, the matador uses the force of its weight to drive it into the heart and step aside with his cape as the bull buries himself into the dust. They've got the ace of spades in their hand, which is false flags. Before you launch a war, you stage false flags. That's the first thing you do, because nobody wants to say they started a war. Bad guys start wars. So every time a war gets launched by bad guys, they stage an event. This is Operation Matador. Infowars.com is tomorrow's news today. You're listening to The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch it live right now at band.video. All right, welcome back, folks. We do have a lot to cover today in terms of the wider bird's eye view, geostrategic goings on, and actions by the New World Order. We're going to stick to domestic policy for the time being. In the last segment, we talked about the way that Democrats are attempting to boil down any nuances in political disagreements to us small, them big, us good, them bad, just to get it on the level of the intelligence of most of their followers. This is the death of democracy. Right, just who can who can trick the largest number of uninformed people? Because obviously they're not being honest. <laughs> like obviously, right? I mean, clearly Ron DeSantis has had massive success in the state of Florida, precisely because he is not dictatorial. Because everything he does gives power back to the people of Florida. And allows them to make their own choices, come to their own conclusions, live their own lives. We are inching closer and closer every day to the full-fledged Orwellian status of freedom is slavery. Now, when you let people make decisions for themselves, that's dictatorial. Okay. Doesn't make a lot of sense, but there you go. There's another thing that we talked about with Joe Biden's uh, big, bad, scary speech in front of the blood red wall there at Independence Hall. When I when I played a segment and paused it and said, you know, this is all they have. This is it. It was Joe Biden saying Republicans right now are trying to, to, to stop you from loving who you want to love. They're trying to stop you from making the choice that you need to make to keep your job, kill your baby. And it was like, this is it. That's This is all they have is trying to portray the Republicans as somehow aggressively, offensively going after certain types of people, gay people, floozies. I don't know. I don't know what the what the correct label for the protected class of irresponsible women is, but whatever that is them right what the republicans are doing is entirely and 100 percent a reaction to the attacks on the foundation of america the mindset of americans the beliefs that americans hold 
Republicans are not targeting anybody. They're not going after anybody. And this narrative is pervasive. Ask any, you know, not even a partisan person, somebody who considers themselves generally in the middle. I know because I've talked to people in my own life that are like this, and they generally are. They're, they're pretty conservative, but, you know, socially they're, they're fairly liberal, and they're of the opinion, they're of the perspective that the Republicans in the Supreme Court are trying to stop gay marriage. They're trying to stop families from using any sort of family planning. They're trying to make it illegal to be gay in Texas. Literally, that's what they believe. And if you search Vice News right now, I mean, search, you know, Texas sodomy law, Supreme Court, and you'll see articles that are framing it as if people in Texas are trying to make it illegal for people to be homosexual in their own homes. Couldn't be farther from the truth. What actually happened was that Texas AG said he's willing and able to defend a ban on sodomy. No, inaccurate. Essentially what he's willing to defend is the state's rights to make laws about things like sodomy. So the Supreme Court, just like they did with abortion, said, you know, this actually isn't a federal issue. There shouldn't be a federal law about this. We have no constitutional prerogative to make this type of law, and it hasn't been made into a law anyway through Congress or the Senate. So this has to go back to the states. So what he's willing to do is he's willing to argue that it's up to the states to make laws dealing with this sort of stuff, and it's not up to the federal government. But that gets portrayed as – America, the Texas attorney general is trying to outlaw homosexuality in your private home. Now, part of that is the fault of the Texas AG for not being clear on that and not – and like taking the bait. But this is all they have. And so this weekend, Kamal Harris – Here's the story from CNN. VP Harris sharpens attacks on Republicans. We refuse to let extremists, so-called leaders, dismantle our democracy. Let's go now to old Kamala, clip number 12. Talking trash about red states, saying, you know, look, at, look at red states. Red states are where, where nobody's free to be themselves, and the red states are attacking people. Let's watch. And take a look. Because I have. At which states, from which states, are we seeing attacks on the freedom to vote? Attacks on the LGBTQ plus community. Attacks on women's rights to make decisions about their own bodies. Take a look at from where these attacks are happening. And you will then not be surprised to know that there's quite a few of those states that are doing all three at the same time. Florida, Georgia, Texas. And this November, those governors, well, they're going to have to answer to the voters. Oh, what a, what a disgusting human being. Sorry, I was just distracted by how she looks and sounds. Uh, but what she was saying was even more <laughs> disgusting, I have to say. So she reflects the same talking point that we heard earlier, attacks on the right to vote. What are, what are the attacks? Like the question I have for the liberal, like who are the Republicans attacking 
and how are they attacking them? There you heard the three arguments. These are the only three arguments that Democrats actually have. And of course, they're completely beside the point. Right now, what's happening in America? Two million people have crossed the border this year, completely open, billions of dollars being spent. Just single busloads going to places like Chicago and Washington, D.C. are causing a state of emergency and a total collapse while there are hundreds upon hundreds upon hundreds crossing on a daily basis into places like Texas. Total collapse, total invasion, total bankruptcy as a result of this. You have inflation at an all-time high, still continuing, not getting any better. The Fed isn't doing anything to make it better. People can't afford their staple foodstuffs. They're canceling vacation, right? Just everybody's miserable. The electricity grid can't function. It's turning off. You have rolling blackouts all over the country. The war in Ukraine, billions upon billions of dollars while in Jackson, Mississippi, they don't have water to drink. I mean, these are the real issues. These are the actual things happening. These are all the result of democratic policies. The crime rates absolutely exploding as criminals are released back on the street in Chicago in January of next year for things such as second-degree murder being let out in the street. Just absolute chaos, collapse, overdose deaths skyrocketing, suicides skyrocketing, unexplained deaths 40 60% up according to some – Counts like these are the actual problems. They can't make an argument about the actual problems that are actually affecting people's daily lives because they're on the wrong side of all of them, because all of these problems are the direct result of Democrat policies and Democratic leadership. And so what they have to frame themselves as is they are the great defenders of the liberties, of the downtrodden, the minorities, the homos, <laughs> the LGBTQs, whatever. And they have to frame it as if Republicans are attacking these groups viciously for no reason. We'll go over on the other side. What exactly are the contingents with these groups? Who exactly is attacking what? What we can do to combat this information warfare tactic of confusion and distraction. People ask me all the time, what is your best nootropic? You've got TurboForce, you've got BrainForce Plus, and you've got BrainForce Ultra. Which one is better? And that's like asking, what's better, a Ford F-150 or a Cadillac or a Ferrari? It's different strokes for different folks. It varies. All three are different formulas. All three do different things. TurboForce is 10 hours of clean, out-of-control energy. I can't even take a whole pack myself. BrainForce Plus is a long-term acting clean nootropic. This BrainForce Ultra is a super fast acting nootropic that creates incredible clarity but doesn't last very long. They're all three different formulas. And finally, back in stock, massively discounted, BrainForce Ultra is available at InfoWarsStore.com. BrainForce Ultra, back in stock, InfoWarsStore.com. It's time to show them what a real alpha male looks like with one of our most powerful products ever made, Alpha Power. 
As you age, your body can lose testosterone over time. With the incredible ingredients in this formula, we can help you beat the test of time and assist in restoring that lost energy and mood that comes with time and age. Alpha Power's incredible ingredients can help you boost your sports performance or enhance your day-to-day -day life with ease while encouraging hormonal balance. Perfect by itself or with super male vitality in the true Alpha Male Pack. Alpha Power can help boost performance, help maintain normal testosterone levels, support healthy cholesterol, and more. Let Alpha Power help bring you to the peak of your optimal health. Don't fall short on energy in the fight against tyranny. Show the world what a true alpha male looks like today with Alpha Power. Head to InfoWarsStore.com today. Listening to the American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. All right, welcome back, folks. Adjectives on the type. Talk about writer, real problems that are being faced by the average American person, you don't have to look very far. Every single day, there's a plethora of issues to point to. Just a few here, just from today. How a railroad strike could send food prices soaring. Nation's supply of food could take a hit if railroad workers go on strike, driving up prices at the grocery store and limiting U.S. grain exports to countries facing famine. As soon as next week, 115,000 freight rail workers could walk out if they cannot reach a new contract with railroads, potentially shutting down the national rail network and transport that transports 20 percent of all grain shipments. This on top of, of course, I mean, it's the exact same thing that happened with the port in California, right? Hundreds of ships waiting off port as their goods rotted in their holds because of a strike I was being held. So skyrocketing food prices, just affording to live, becoming unaffordable at this point. This compounding with the complete failure of the American agri agricultural industry to sustain production in the face of all of these attacks – Satellite image reveals agricultural wasteland across California's rice capital. New satellite imagery shows a large swath of California's rice fields been left barren without harvest as, fields of, as fears of a mini dust bowl emerge due to diminishing water supplies. Of course, this all leading to everything becoming more expensive, inflation and taxes contributing to this statistic. American households lost $6 trillion in three months. As again, we are just forced into absolute destitution at the behest of our corporate masters. Chicago Mayor Abbott's migrant, crising, uh, migrant busing is a manufactured crisis. See, it's manufacturing a crisis by simply shipping the invaders to the place where they said they were welcome. We're a sanctuary city. All right, we're sending you migrants. Oh, my God, it's a crisis. Help us. We're being attacked. Incredible. Telegraph. Reports, we're going to have to ration our energy consumption this winter, right? Climate lockdowns are here, only going to make everything worse. In terms of actual tyranny, you have, of course, dozens upon dozens of completely peaceful, nonviolent protesters from January 6th sitting in prison in torturous conditions for over a year. 
at this point awaiting trial for terrorism when all they did was, in many cases, simply be near the event of an out-of-control protest that turned into a riot. Totally mild compared to what we saw the rest of the year in 2020. But, of course, those people are being treated with tyrannical severity. Zero hedge. 35 Trump allies served with warrants, subpoenas, according to Steve Bannon. So, again, the out-of-control, actually despotic and dictatorial federal government waging war on its political enemies. Kyle Becker on Substack has this report. The FBI plans to raid at least 50 Trump allies served with subpoenas or search warrants. Uh, so when you, when you want to talk about things that are actually wrong in this country, there is just a massive number. And almost all of them are the direct consequence of Democrat policies as if it w- was what they intended. There's been no other outcome. It's not like a trade-off. It's not like, well, you know, uh, things got a little bit worse here, but hey, at least they got better here. It's just like everything's worse. Well, we defunded the police and crime rates skyrocketed and criminals are running rampant and uh, the number of black people killed by police is actually higher than it was last year. So we solved nothing, caused a host of other problems, and let's not talk about that. Let's instead frame the Republicans as viciously attacking poor, innocent minorities and homosexuals. It's quite literally the only argument they have, and they keep making it, and we keep pointing it out. We've got to give it to them. It is, uh, it is effective in a certain way. So again, the three groups that Kamala Harris said, and again, these are just the talking points that go out. These are the signals that hit the NPC's antenna and activate their outrage chip. The three that she referenced were attacks on the freedom to vote, okay, the freedom to vote, all right? So what's actually happening is that the Democrats have utterly and totally dismantled our voting process in this country. It's completely unaccountable. It takes a week to count votes for some reason, even though they're all electronic, although the electronic systems can't exactly be verified or shown to be secure, and the mail-in ballots and the ballot boxes are completely unconstitutional, funded by far-left activists. They have totally gutted and destroyed any fairness or trust in the American electoral system, and Republicans are trying to just get back to a very normal status of you go to the voting place, you show your ID, you, you do the vote right there, you turn it in, you go home. That's how voting is supposed to be. This is an attack on the rights of voters, apparently, because we require ID, because we want very basic measures in place to allow us to be sure that the votes are actually being counted and are actually who they say they are. And the will of the people is actually being reflected. That's being portrayed as an attack on voters' rights. It's ridiculous, but this is what they're running with. She also says that they're attacking the LGBT plus community. What does the LGBT plus community need? What, what do they need? What do they not have at this point? What are Republicans doing that's infringing on LGBTQP plus Americans' ability to do whatever they want? You can love whoever you want. You can marry whoever you want. You can get divorced from whoever you want. You can do – I mean literally even when you are you the solely responsible for a pandemic in the form of monkeypox, we won't even suggest you stop going to orgies as an official matter. 
okay? Uh, just absolutely everything. You want to be, love, whoever you want. Nobody is stopping you in any state. Nothing is even being suggested. What is actually happening is you have activist groups taking over and co-opting the educational system to push their ideology on children. You have them creating little libraries in elementary schools with pornographic books, books so outrageous and filthy that when parents go and try to read the books in front of the school board, they get shut down and told, how dare you say that type of language in public? Children could be listening when they're reading out of books that are being suggested to children. Okay, So Republicans are trying to stop the overt indoctrination of children into a sexualized alternative lifestyle through the public schools. That apparently is an attack on LGBT people. Of course, this is where things like Gays for Groomers is so effective and important is that you have regular gay people, regular members of the LGBTQ community going, this is not us. We're not down with it. We're not down with sexualizing children. We're not down with shoving this down children's throats. We're not down with you know, secretly having teachers cross-dress their children and not tell the parents and send the children off for you know, therapy where they'll be confirmed in their alternative gender identity and given puberty blockers and testosterone injections and go through castration surgeries or mastectomies that are totally unnecessary before they're even old enough to see a R-rated movie. So Republicans are trying to stop that. That's not us attacking the LGBT community. That's us defending children against the attacks of psychopaths who are wearing the LGBT community like a shield. Okay, And a lot of people in the LGBT community are, are falling for it. A lot of Democrats are falling for it. How dare those big, mean Republicans try to stop people from loving whoever they want to love? The Republicans are just like, why is there gay porn in my elementary school son's homework? Why is this happening? It's like, wow, I didn't realize you were homophobic. No, I don't want pedophilic material being secretly fed to my child, you freaking weirdos. So those are two. And the third is attack on women's rights. This, of course, solely and completely abortion, which, again, it's up to Republicans to actually try to make the case, saying there's, there's, this is in no way an attack on women's rights. Women's have, women have all the rights in the world. Babies also have rights. Mothers don't have a right to murder their children. It's not an attack on women. It's not an attack on women's rights. That's an attack on baby murderers. (laughs) That is an attack. That is a defensive maneuver defending unborn children from the irresponsibility of their parents. This is all they have. This is all the Democrats have. This is their campaign strategy. They can't run on the economy. God knows. They can't run on having enough food to eat, right? They can't run on the secure board. They can't run on anything that the government's actually supposed to be doing. So their entire campaign now is portraying Republicans as attacking minority groups when the reality is no such thing is happening. And it's the Republicans' responsibility to get the messaging out that everything the Republicans are doing are defensive maneuvers against psychopaths who are trying to tear everything down. Just look at these headlines from Reuters. World faces unprecedented global hunger crisis, UN chief says, going into 2023. World Food Program warns of global 
Food catastrophe, looming global catastrophe. The world could run out of food by 2023, major studies say. And the reports go on and on. We told you this was a designed program by the globalists two and a half years ago. We told you energy and food prices would explode, and now they're up more than 40% in the U.S. alone. Some areas of the world, they're up over 100%. The only way you beat inflation and protect yourself and your family is with high-quality, storable food ready to ship right now at preparetoday.com. At a very rare sale of 10% off site-wide, not just on storable food, but survival and preparedness items is happening right now. 10% off at preparetoday.com. And on top of it, any order above $99 gets free shipping. That is a huge part of the cost of storable food. So go to preparetoday.com and protect yourself and your family while you still can. You're tuned in to The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch it live right now at band.video. Everyone says that today, the royal family is nothing more than a ceremonial figure, even though they choose the government, have final approval over all legislation, and own half the country. And so while we remember Queen Elizabeth, let us not forget how this incestuous family has used their own children to gain power. Parliamentary lawfare over trading rights between England and Scotland led to the first iteration of the United Kingdom in 1707 and created the legal groundwork for George of Hanover to be crowned King of England and Ireland in 1714. He was 55 years old, married to his first cousin, and didn't speak any English because he was from the German house of Hanover. The English people were not happy about this, and his coronation was met with riots all across the country, followed by years of rebellions. His grandson, King George III, inspired the American Revolution. And when his granddaughter Victoria married her first cousin, Prince Albert, the house of Saxe-Coburg and Gotha took sway over the country. Throughout the First World War, the people of England were questioning the loyalty of the German bloodlines who ruled over them which prompted the royal family to change their name to Windsor in 1917. Nine years later, Queen Elizabeth was born, who was initiated into the Druid order in 1946, married Prince Philip of Nazi bloodlines in 1947, and gave birth to Charles in 1948. In 2010, William Coombs, survivor of Canada's infamous residential schools where the mass graves of children were found, claimed to have witnessed Queen Elizabeth and Prince Philip visit the Kamloops Residential School in 1964, where they took 10 of the children away with them, never to return. A year later, William Coombs dies in the hospital. In 1988, Prince Philip told the German press that he hopes to be reincarnated as a deadly virus to help with the population problem. And his son, King Charles, likes to joke on television how he is related to Dracula. His Royal Highness Prince Charles, who can trace his ancestry back to Romania's dark and distant past. The genealogy shows that I'm descended from Vlad the Impaler, So I do have a bit of a stake in the country. As it were... 
These royals are the result of an incestuous breeding program, wherein children were used as a way to gain power over the masses. So it's no surprise that they are caught up with the likes of Jeffrey Epstein, who made a living using children to leverage power, and Jimmy Savile, who had unfettered access to rape hundreds of children inside NHS hospitals and was a dear friend of King Charles. Along with Klaus Schwab, King Charles is a founder of the Great Reset. He's as green as Greta Thunberg. And last year, he announced the need for a military-style campaign to bring the world to zero emissions. Here we need a vast military-style campaign to marshal the strength of the global private sector. With trillions at its disposal, far beyond global GDP, and with the greatest respect, beyond even the governments of the world's leaders, it offers the only real prospect of achieving fundamental economic transition. So, how do we do it? We know how they'll do it. By cutting off Europe's fuel and forcing the people back into the 1700s. Reporting for InfoWars, this is Greg Reese. Band.videoinfowars.com, the dark, ugly past of the climate crisis king. This was a uh, particularly poignant meme. It's actually a billboard. It says, Domestic oil is the new ivermectin. You can't have it because it would resolve the crisis they need you to go through. You're listening to The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch it live right now at band.video. Welcome back, folks. The attack is on. It's freedom-loving people all around the world of every race, color, and creed. The only option we have at this point is a peaceful revolution. A revolution of thought, a revolution of spirit and a revolution of political domination you know it's it's one thing when you're talking to people that aren't political don't pay attention to what's going on and you can just start start dropping knowledge on it's usually too much for people to handle and you can just see it almost in real time their eyes glaze over and it just just like hurts them all, like physically hurts them to hear the reality of what's going on in the world. That's one thing. We're talking to uninformed people. It's a whole nother issue when you're talking to fairly well-informed people. And this happens to me quite a bit. You know, it's funny. I, I do this for a living. I talk about this stuff for a living. But there are so many times in my life where I'm sitting there, a bunch of really smart people wealthy, they're well-connected, they're political, they understand most stuff, and yet I'm just sitting there totally silent the whole time just thinking, do they not get that it's all on purpose? Do they not get that it's all by design? Do they not get that our pathways out of dictatorship are being shut off one by one on purpose to leave us helpless in the path of an oncoming freight train, like, 
I usually don't say too much, but, you know, maybe there comes a, a time where I'm asked a direct question. Oh, what, what do you think about this? And I got to kind of go, well, you know, here's what's actually happening. You just lay down a couple facts. Literally, it happened this weekend where I'm just I'm just discussing, like, what's actually happening. I'm like, well, you know, the FBI is is raiding all of the Trump supporters. They've already imprisoned all of the big leaders. And if you try to have a protest now, it'll be viewed as uh, domestic terrorism. And, of course, it's not just the government going after guns. Now the credit card companies are deciding they want to stop guns from being sold as well. So our rights won't be limited by the government. They'll be limited by the banks who are totally unaccountable and have their own ideology that they want to enforce on the American people. Like just whatever it is, Ukraine would be another good example. And it's just, you know, I just say what's actually happening, what's actually really going on. And the response is just like, oh, that got dark. It's like, well, it's what's really happening. Yeah, I, I guess it got dark. I don't know. It's just like I don't. I'm not. Not if you're trying to be a little, little, uh, you know, the, the raven of death here, <laughs> you know, to try to get everybody down. It's just it's what's actually happening. You need to know what's actually happening so you can defend against it. And yeah, it's pretty overwhelming the way that any ability for us to extricate ourselves from this plan is going away, right? I think actually what I was talking about this weekend was the the red flag laws versus gun, gun control and stuff in general. And, you know, it's just, it's like, well, you know, what I think, because I, I think the question was something like, well, do you think they're just, you know, think, do you think it's going to be like a big collapse? Do you think like it's going to be civil war? Just like, no, it's not going to be civil war because, you know, they're just going to go piece by piece, just piecemeal, you know, like like they did in Soviet Russia. Like they'll just go after the more fringe people and they'll set a precedent for like disappearing people in the middle of the night and arresting them, so-called domestic terror, or doing a red flag law thing where they say, well, something you said on the internet made people scared. So now we're going to come take your guns. If you don't let us take your guns, we'll, we'll kill you, right? If you try to use your guns, we'll, we'll murder you. It's just going to be piecemeal, like you know. And if and if you try to organize and gather together and do some sort of armed resistance, and they'll see that as a threat, and they'll go after you that way. And like, yeah, I get. I guess it does get. I guess it does get dark fast. But it doesn't have to. the The whole idea of the info war is that if people can wake up to this, if you can expose what the real desires are behind these people who couch their words in the language of we're protecting lgbt people we're protecting women's rights we're protecting minority voters if you can expose that in reality what they're doing is using these minority groups as useful idiots to bring about the total control of the entire spectrum of human activity by collapsing the economy and enacting central bank digital coins and the surveillance that goes on there and ESG and all this sort of stuff. Like if you can expose what's actually happening and what they're actually involved in, if you can expose that what they're doing is, whether they need it or not, completely evil, then you can put good people in place and you can undo this. You can stop this process. You can reverse it, in fact. All you have to do is not care that the evil people call you names. There's a way to do this. It's called activism. It's called getting involved. 
It's called electing the right people into office. How do you think the Democrats got us to this point? They got people in office who pursued their agenda. They didn't have to stage a revolution. They did 2020. They burned down a a bunch of auto zones. That was just, you know, (laughs) flair. That was just icing on the cake. That was just a little bit of political theater to justify their outrageous and destructive policies. But the things that have destroyed us are their policies. The way you reverse them is by getting new policies. So increasingly, our ability to actively and outwardly resist the regime is being limited, is being curtailed, is being taken from us. So we have to demand that we still have it. We have to express our First Amendment in the face of people who want to take it from us. We have to maintain our Second Amendment in the face of people who want to take it from us. We have to change our tactics a little bit to ensure that we maintain the rights that our forefathers fought and died to give us. That's not hopeless, and it's, I guess you could say it's dark, but what's dark about being in a righteous conflict? What's dark about knowing and recognizing that there's a threat to be taken on, overcome, and destroyed? This is an opportunity for all of us. This is a chance for us to show that we are worthy of the liberty that's been entrusted to us. That's frustrating. Things got – that got pretty dark, huh? It's like, yeah, I guess. I guess. I guess it's better to just talk about fantasy and keep it light. I guess we can just keep it light and act like what's actually happening isn't happening. I don't know. I'd rather just say what's actually happening, look forward into the future, take neither an optimistic nor pessimistic view, but just a realistic view, and go, here's where things are going. Here's how we stop it. We we say, this is where they're taking us. Let's kick out the conductor and find somebody new who won't lead us down this path. And really, as as simple as that, and that's all we're trying to do here at InfoWars. And, of course, they can't stand it and are trying everything they possibly can to destroy us. Just a couple couple headlines from today. New York Times caught rigging bestseller list against Alex Jones' The Great Reset. Yeah, the bestseller list is literally just arbitrary. They just decide who they want to go on it. It's, it's pretty incredible. The Great Reset sold nine times as many copies as the number 15 book on the New York Times list, Vacuuming in the Nude by Peggy Rowe, which sold a grand total of just 3,500 copies. But it's not on the list. It's not on the list, even though it sold nine times as many as one of the books on the list. I can't let people know that Alex Jones has a book out there that gives you the blueprint for how to defeat this horrible monster, this hydra we're currently engaged in fighting. You also have this today, September 12th, trial set to begin for Alex Jones in Sandy Hook's hoax case. Yes, another one. Yes, it's all happening again. No, you didn't wake up four months ago. This is just the Groundhog Day of attempted destruction of InfoWars. A month after losing nearly uh, losing one nearly $50 million verdict, Alex conspiracy, uh, conspiracy theorist Alex Jones is set to go on trial a second time. Recalling Sandy Hook Elementary School shooting a hoax and causing several of the victims' family emotional and psychological harm. Fifteen people on this. I have to tell you, folks, we need your help. Infowarsstore.com. Go there today. Today, keep us. The rage for more than a decade have been concentrated green powders with. 
wheatgrass, and so many other ingredients that are known to make us healthy, to make us vibrant, and to defend our immune systems. Now, over a year and a half ago, we came out with a product that was top sourced, top of the line, as good as going to get. But then the supply chain broke down and it was sold out for more than a year. Finally, Green Fiber Capsules, this big old bottle, jam-packed, is back in stock for a limited time at InfoWarsStore.com, 30% off. In this limited time, I don't have time to go into all the great things it does or what it has inside. But go to InfoWarsStore.com and look up Green Fiber Capsules for yourself and see how amazing it is. And what's just as amazing is it funds the InfoWar and keeps us on air. We're all under globalist attack. They don't want you to have these essential nutrients that are in this product. Get yours today at 25% off at InfoWarsStore.com. Now back in stock. The scientific dictatorship that I've been warning you about for 27 years has now gone from beta testing to operational. The globalists are out in the open with their planetary depopulation takeover, their robot takeover. But the good news is we've been working and you've been working and others have been working across the planet for decades to get ready for this, to be able to fight it off. Humanity is strong. We're incredible. And if we're aware of the attack that's happening, we have a real chance of defeating it. If we ask God for guidance, we will defeat it. So prayer is essential, research is essential, getting prepared is essential, and warning others is absolutely essential. And at the same time, supporting InfoWars by buying high-quality products to keep us on air is essential because they're great products for you and your family, and they're also funding our operation. InfoWarsStore.com. InfoWarsStore.com is incredible. A lot of our products that have been sold out because the supply chain breakdowns are back in, like Bodies, Vasobeats, and others. So get them today at InfoWarsStore.com, and I thank you for being part of the resistance. You're listening to The American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. Back, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to go out to your phone calls this hour. I'll go ahead and give out the phone number right now if you want to call in. Phone lines are open, 1-877-789-2539. That's 1-877-789-2539. We'll hopefully be connecting with Stuart Rhodes in the third hour, but we'll be taking your phone calls throughout the rest of this show. We'll be talking about COVID. We'll be talking about Ukraine. We'll be talking about Minor attracted people, maps, pedophiles. We like to call them pedophiles here in reality. Uh, it's all it's all terrible. So we'll get into all of that, but I want to go to a little, a little video first. Pretty funny one. You know, once you take out the, the context that you are literally watching in real time the death of freedom of speech in the West – Let's go to clip number 17 here. This is South Wales police phoning a citizen journalist asking him to take down a post because he used the words illegal alien. Yeah, he used the words illegal alien. So the police called him with a thinly veiled threat. You better take it down. Here it is. Someone sees that to be something, and if someone takes offense to it, you 
you could be having a go for the Right. So if so to look at that, I just I'm halfway through watching that video now. You're going to have to take that down. That's a bit so, so, so what you're saying is that um, someone could get offended and so I could be charged. Right. There's a couple of hundred people calling me a Nazi online and that's really quite offensive. Um, so I was wondering if you could investigate them as well, please. Well, it's one thing. Who's calling you a Nazi? Oh, there's hundreds of people online. I can send you all the screenshots or the proof. You know, I've kept it. I've got someone who's stalking me in Cardiff for my views. Um, but I mean, you, you know, if, if, if I could be charged with um, calling to an undocumented feeling, which is the... I'm not telling you to take it down. All I'm saying is, is that that video is... It, it, it's, a bit, it's a bit out there. It's a bit... It's a bit um, yeah, I wouldn't be posting that video if I, well, if I didn't want to come up with it. I wouldn't be surprised at all if someone was to take offence to that. People are going to take offence to whatever, but the, at the end of the day, offence is subjective. Um, so, you know, I get offended, you know, people get offended over everything, so it's, it's not down to me. I'm not going to remove the video because I'm a journalist, that's my job. That is my job as a journalist is to expose what's going on and, you know, th th this is costing the taxpayer hundreds of millions of pounds, so that's, my, that's what I'm going to do. Thank you. Yeah. Cheers. Alright, cheers, All right. sir. Bye bye, bye. Send those videos to me. Yep. So there you go. The soft destruction of freedom of speech. So again, he used the words illegal alien. That's what was reported on the post of that video, although in the video itself, I think he said undocumented aliens or something like that. But the point is that they are. Right? They are undocumented immigrants that's not false it's not defamatory it's not hateful or bigoted in any way and there was no complaint made against him the police in that said i'm halfway through watching your video and you need to take it down now there's no law that says he has to take it down the police isn't making him take it down but if the intimidation works then the video will be taken down right it's not here is an order you must take this video down it's the police calling you and saying, you need to take this video down. And when the guy goes, okay, but I'm not going to, the police are like, well, okay. <laughs> okay, great. <laughs> Goodbye, <laughs> right? I mean, pure intimidation tactic. So again, he said, if someone takes offense to this, right? Not that somebody has, but it could, but they could, right? So here's a white English guy perusing you know not stopping the out of control knife crime not dealing with the open invasion of the uk by illegal immigrants no he's spending his hours working on taxpayer dime trolling the internet looking for dissident political videos videos that simply label illegal immigrants as what they are illegal immigrants imagining that this might be offensive to somebody and calling him and trying to get him to take it down you need to take it down he said okay but do i have to well no no i guess not and of course the the brilliant response from that journalist was simply well i have people calling me nazi 100 times a day i find that very offensive will you call them next it's like wow well, no that's not how this works 
No, the answer to that is, have you tried not being a Nazi? Right? Of course, that guy's not a Nazi. He's just a, a Brit. The illegal immigrants are, in fact, illegal immigrants. So this is the way it works, right? The hate speech can be true, like calling somebody who's an illegal immigrant an illegal immigrant. That's hate speech. Calling somebody who has concerns about their country being overrun by illegal immigrants Nazi, not true, but also not hateful apparently. That's just the way that it works. Total arbitrary application of the law, not even law, color of law, and a troubling vision into the future if we do not affirm and reinvest in our belief of the First Amendment in this country. Just incredible. And good on that, good on that uh, journalist saying he's not going to take it down. But hey, you know, maybe the police, maybe the next person the police reaches out to is some community organizer in the illegal immigrant community says, hey, do you want to you file a charge against this guy? Are you offended by what this guy said? I'll send you the video. If you're offended, you know, let me know. We'll go arrest this guy. We'll charge him with a hate crime. That's what he threatened, hate crime. Maybe that, maybe that kid will be spending the next couple of years in prison. And maybe, you know, once he's in there, he'll be vastly outnumbered by the ranks of the illegal immigrants or the, you know, non-native criminals that are there. Everybody knows the British jail system is essentially one giant Muslim recruiting tool. And, of course, the people outside the jail will inform the people inside the jail, hey, that guy's a Nazi. Hey, that guy got sent to jail because he's a Nazi who was spreading hate of our people. So once he's in there, you know, do with him what you will. And it'll be like the other guy in the UK who was sent to prison for putting bacon on a mosque. He died. So it's just the horrific abdication of our rights as human beings in our own countries. And it is certainly coming here next. Free speech is the cornerstone upon which all the other rights that we enjoy are founded and it is the primary mission of what we do here at InfoWars. So please do support us. Go to InfoWarsStore.com right now. You have a very brief opportunity to get a one-of-a-kind limited production precious metal collectible with the man in the arena coin. Go to InfoWarsStore.com right now to take advantage. People ask me all the time, what is your best nootropic? You've got TurboForce. You've got BrainForce Plus. And you've got BrainForce Ultra. Which one is better? And that's like asking, what's better, a Ford F-150 or a Cadillac or a Ferrari? It's different strokes for different folks. It varies. All three are different formulas. All three do different things. TurboForce is 10 hours of clean, out-of-control energy. I can't even take a whole pack myself. BrainForce Plus is a long-term acting clean nootropic. This BrainForce Ultra is a super fast acting nootropic that creates incredible clarity but doesn't last very long. They're all three different formulas. And finally, back in stock, massively discounted, BrainForce Ultra is available at InfoWarsStore.com. BrainForce Ultra, back in stock, InfoWarsStore.com. InfoWars.com is tomorrow's news today.
You're watching The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch live right now at band.video. All right, folks, welcome back to The American Journal. We'll go to your phone calls momentarily. We'll talk today about what the headline of our show is all about. The absolute collapse of the vaccine narrative. It's a simul- It's kind of confusing, right? It's a simultaneous collapse of the narrative in actual scientific terms, the reality on the situation of the situation, while the people pushing the vaccine are doing it as if none of this information is coming out. They're pushing just as hard as they ever were. They're the people. No, I won't say that. Essentially, you have a building collapsing, right? Its foundations are crumbling, and the vaccinators are desperately trying to get in to go to work. It's like, this is, this is backwards. This is wrong. This is suicidal, what you're doing here. But I want to first go to a video, a little compilation that was put together by someone on Twitter. It's titled, My Fellow Purebloods, Never Forget This, Burn It Into Your Heart and Mind, This is what they were saying. Just don't forget, folks. This is how they were treating the unvaccinated. This, just listen to the disdain, to the hate, to the vitriol, to the actual oppression that was being foisted on you, the unvaccinated, for daring to actually follow the science. Let's not forget how vicious, hateful, and evil these people were to you for resisting their psychological operation. Let's watch. You've been patient, but our patience is wearing thin, and your refusal has cost all of us. People who are incubators for every variant to come, walking around lawfully unvaccinated? That's psychotic. For the unvaccinated, you're looking at a winter of severe illness and death. For yourselves, your families, and the hospitals you may soon overwhelm. About this, in a world of threats and tyrants and terror, you know what our biggest enemy is in America? Our fellow Americans. They are the ones that are propagating this outbreak. Being frustrated that there is still a percentage of the population are, who are not vaccinated. I wish that he would go further to restrict mm. the activities of the unvaccinated. Vaccinated person having a heart attack? Yes, come right on in. We'll take care of you. Unvaccinated guy who gobbled horse goo? Rest in peace, Wheezy. You're... <laughs> That 25% can cause a lot of damage, and they are. If you're willing to walk among us unvaccinated, you are an enemy. Well, you know, it's my rights. and but Okay. <laughs> but I don't care. The pandemic of the unvaccinated. Well, look, the only pandemic we have is among the unvaccinated. And, that, and, they're, and they're killing people. Freedom not to follow the facts, even if your freedom kills people what kind of freedom is that what kind of freedom do they really want we have a pandemic because of the unvaccinated and they're sowing enormous confusion the unvaccinated overcrowd our hospitals or overrunning emergency rooms and intensive care units leaving no room for someone with a heart attack or pancreatitis or cancer shouldn't they have to pay more into the system because they are collapsing our health system. They're the ones in the ERs. Why are vaccination universally? Have the military run it. 
If you don't want to get vaccinated, you better be ready to prove your conscientious objector status in court. It's almost like it's going to be two Americas. So don't forget what you made it through, folks. If you are a pure blood like myself, if you have resisted the vaccine through all of this, congratulations. You made it through the most vicious and heavy-handed psychological operation the world has ever seen. And you've made it to this, the, the sunny side of the aisle, the sunlit uplands, to quote Winston Churchill, because we made it through. And now we have all of the information we could ever need to back up and reinforce the fact that we were right the entire time. Just going back to that little compilation, you had things mentioned like ivermectin, right? Horse paste, except now it's actually on the NIH's list of medicines, and they actually explain the function that makes ivermectin prevent death by up to 92% amongst COVID patients. So we know that. And of course, we know study after study after study that the vaccine is not just ineffective, it has negative efficacy. But just this week, and even just in the last few days, we have even more information confirming not just the damage and the danger of the vaccine, but also the way that it was covered up. We start in Israel. Childrenhealthdefense.org leaked video suggests Israeli health officials covered up serious safety problems with Pfizer COVID vaccine. A leaked video recording reveals researchers in June shared data with the Israeli Ministry of Health showing serious and long-term side effects associated with Pfizer's COVID-19 vaccine. However, the Ministry of Health did not disclose the researchers' findings to the expert committee that met later that month to decide on recommending the vaccine for children under the age of five or with leaders of Israel's COVID-19 vaccination booster program. Additionally, the Ministry of Health on August 2nd issued a report on adverse events following Pfizer's COVID-19 vaccine from December 9th, 2021 to May 31st, 2022, that contradicted the data presented in the early June meeting. So they conceal the information from the experts, tell the experts to make a decision, And then if you disagree with the experts or provide the information that they withheld, uh, then you're accused of disagreeing with the experts and being a danger. You must be destroyed. InfoWars has this story today from the Daily uh, Daily Skeptic. COVID vaccine destroys natural immunity, NEJM study shows. A new study published in the New England Journal of Medicine shows not only that the effectiveness of the COVID uh, vaccine becomes negative, meaning the vaccinated are more likely to be infected than the unvaccinated within five months, but that the vaccine destroys any protection the person has from natural immunity. The study is a large observational study that looks at eight 887,193 children aged 5 to 11 in North Carolina, of whom 273,157, 30% received at least one dose of the Pfizer vaccine. So just a massive study that shows the efficacy. It's not just, it's not just that it's ineffective, it has negative efficacy. Then the big bombshell story is here from Epoch Times, unethical and up to 98 times worse than the disease. Top scientists published paradigm-shifting study about COVID-19 vaccines. A team of nine experts from Harvard, John Hopkins, and other top universities have published paradigm-shifting research about the efficacy and safety of the COVID-19 vaccines and why mandating vaccines for college students is so unethical. 
the 50-page study, which was published on the Social Science Research Network at the end of August, analyzed CDC and industry-sponsored data on vaccine adverse events and concluded that mandates for COVID-19 boosters for young people may cause 18 to 98 actual serious adverse events for each COVID-19 infection-related hospitalization they theoretically prevented. So yes, up to 98 major, even debilitating side effects for every one they potentially, that is theoretically, hypothetically saved from hospital. And it just goes through who exactly people were that published this study, and it's a who's who of the top people in their field directors of the Harvard Medical Center for Global Health Delivery, professor for global health and social medicine at Harvard Medical University. You've got Professor John Hopkins, known for books exposing medical malfeasance, a hematologist-oncologist who is professor at the UCSF Department of Epidemiology and Biostatistics, as well as the author of over 350 academic and peer-reviewed articles. So again, uh, unimpeachable credentials of these scientists and their study now published shows the total insanity that supporting the vaccines truly is. They say the documented lack of efficacy is only part of the problem. The researchers further found that per every one COVID-19 hospitalization prevented in young adults who had not previously been affected with COVID-19, the data shows that 18 to 98 serious adverse events will, cause, will be caused by the vaccination themselves. These events include up to three times as many booster-associated myocarditis in young men than hospitalizations prevented and as many as 3,234 cases of other side effects so serious that they interfere with normal daily activities. So not the vaccine is not just ineffective, has negative efficacy, and it's not just safe and effective. It's entirely unsafe and causes many times more side effects than it fixes. Frank in North Carolina, thanks for holding so long. Go ahead. Yeah, Alec, I just have to say something, man. It seems like every time I turn on your broadcast, you're bragging. It just gets old, man. I'm going to shut you down right now, okay? We're taking calls about your nomination. Do you understand they're having congressional hearings trying to shut us down? Do you understand I'm ringing the alarm? If that was happening to anybody else, I'd be freaked out. I mean, what's it going to take? Us being shut down? Is that what you want, Frank? You know what, Alex? Put him on pause again. Hey, Frank! Do you understand it's not bragging to say we are the tip of the spear, we're under attack, we need your help. As much begging as I do, we can barely pay the bills and grow in the face of this. I'm not going to just stop growth and let them start pushing us backwards. You understand? I need your help, Frank. I need your help, Frank. Go to InfoWarsStore.com right now and help fund the InfoWars. Do you understand? I need your help, Frank. Free Press needs your help, Frank. People ask me all the time, what is your best nootropic? You've got TurboForce. You've got BrainForce Plus and you've got BrainForce Ultra. Which one is better? And that's like asking, what's better, a Ford F-150 or a Cadillac or a Ferrari? It's different strokes for different folks. It varies. All three are different formulas. All three do different things. TurboForce is 10 hours of clean, out-of-control energy. I can't even take a whole pack myself. BrainForce Plus is a long-term acting clean nootropic. This BrainForce Ultra is a super fast-acting nootropic that... 
creates incredible clarity but doesn't last very long. They're all three different formulas. And finally, back in stock, massively discounted, Brain Force Ultra is available at InfoWarsStore.com. Brain Force Ultra, back in stock, InfoWarsStore.com. Listening to the American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. Right, welcome back, folks. We go directly out to your phone calls now. We have Judy in Florida who wants to talk about Joe Biggs. Thanks for calling in. Judy, you're on the air. Hey, Harris. I was um, thinking a lot about Joe over the weekend. And uh, it's funny that uh, when I started listening to your program this morning that you were talking about the prisoners in D.C., which even just to be have to say prisoners in D.C. seems like something that shouldn't even be in our lexicon. But I uh, was thinking about him a lot over the weekend. I was thinking about the prisoners and, you know, I was thinking about him in particular because the rally before the 6th, I was in D.C., um, and I was probably one block away from Alex, but I was I was in the crowd, and um, I was waiting for my friends at this one um, bus stop, I guess it was. Joe Biggs walks right past me, and I said, Joe Biggs the man, and he gave me a big smile, and I, I, I slapped him on the back as he was walking by. And, you know, he, he's, he's a twice-decorated veteran, isn't he? He's got children. He's a patriot. He's white. He's everything that's wrong in the New World Order's eyes. And and it, I, and one of the things I was thinking about over the weekend is how these people are being psychologically tortured. I mean, if he's in solitary confinement, twenty three hours a day, or or something like that, and being fed dog food, this is this is not something humans should be going through. And this is the most unconscionable aspect of it all: is that these people are. Giddy about it. Oh yeah, and uh, yeah, it's, know, it's disgusting. No, I totally agree. So I mean, I um, the the answers are probably boundless. Um, I I know what has been written by our forefathers. Um, the I mean, it has to be anything that's done as far as like uh, actionable. And peaceful, of course, has to be done w- without any physical weapons. But it's like, if we do not take the power back one day, then it's going to continue because these these Satanists are like a steamroller. Mm-hmm. And America is, is I, I told my pastor, January 6th was the death knell of the country. And I want to be proven wrong, but at the same time, as a Christian, I'm accepting of the circumstances because if if Jesus is what it's it, what it takes to rectify the situation, then so be it. Yeah. I don't need to stay in this this encroaching. Um, it looks like you know pretty. It, it's pretty, and you can see the beauty, but it's hell. Right. Okay, because what they're what they're forming, and Harrison, you know this is a system of enslavement, ultimately. And they're picking us off. Mm-hmm. And they're threatening us while they're doing it. That, that, that speech by the Alzheimer's patient with a red background with his fist raised. Yep. 
I mean, men in particular, I love men. I love men. I love American men in particular. That's why I was thinking about Joe Biggs. That's why I call and, 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 and talk to you. You know, I, that's why I interact and engage with my pastor and the men in my church. You guys are the, are the answer, and the women are the support system. And, and, but, but, you know, our, our beautiful, beautiful country is under complete assault, and I reject the Chinese occupation of this place. I reject the, the financial fraud. I reject the whole satanic system. And that's what I have to say today. And wow. I love Joe Biggs. Uh, we love Joe Biggs, too, and our, our heart goes out. And again, you know, just it, the, almost the worst part about this is feeling impotent because you know that anything that you'd actually want to do, you'd be treated like domestic terror and the FBI would be there kicking down your door. So it's so frustrating. And we know that the only thing that guarantees our failure is giving up and giving in and surrendering to this madness. We have to stand up against it. We need people like Judy in Florida. Man, incredibly powerful stuff, Judy. God, you gave me goosebumps on that last part. Really incredible. And you know, you know what it made me think of is the Project Veritas video that came out last week. We played it on the show of the teacher going, yeah, I'm indoctrinating all my little kids with leftist talking points that are totally bonkers and nonsense, but I make them believe it. And the only problem I have is with the little white boys. Those white boys will talk back to me and that's bad. And it's like, you get that that's the way the new world order feels, right? You get, there's a reason they're targeting white men. It's because the white men are the ones that stand up against them, that, that talk back, that have this attitude of, refusing to give in and refusing to go along with the scheme and so it's just like you know you get a you really get a peek behind the curtain with these undercover videos and it's can not- i say one other thing please judy go ahead may i please. okay uh it, 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 you're, you're 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 touching on something because um it's not the color of the skin necessarily it has to do with the brain trust it has to do with the intellect. It has to do with Christianity. Mm-hmm. It has to do with every that whole thread of civilization because that's what they're dis- they are dismantling. They're doing it on purpose. They know that we're based on freedom. They know that we're based on Christian principles. They know we're we're based on morality in general. I mean, when they removed prayer from the from the school, when Roe v. Wade went into effect through deception. I mean, the avalanche just occurred, and and it was you know slow moving, but it was nonetheless it's what it, it what eroded our society. We had something beautiful. Yeah. No, you're exactly right. Wow, just incredibly powerful, Judy. I do want to get some other callers, but that that was absolutely fantastic. And luckily, our other callers, I think, are in the same line as what Judy's talking about. We have Keith in West Virginia who wants to talk about Fed's running tactics. Uh, against the right. Uh, thanks for calling in. Thank you so much for that call, Judy. Thank you for calling in. Keith, you're, you're on the air now. Uh, yes, how you doing? Uh, yeah, the, what what they're doing is they're on social media, right, leaning social media outlets like Gab and so forth, and they're, you know, some of them are already indoctrinated into the cult, but some of them are feds pretending to be Nazis mm-hmm. to get other people to go out and commit violent acts. Yeah. And I'm seeing in there, like, with their posts, I'm looking in their comments, and I'm seeing starting to see people actually turn around and start to call them out for what they are. But that's what they're doing. They're running the same program as Antifa. They did Antifa with, with their mess. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, so it's, it, but it's, it's starting to turn around. I don't think it's going to work. But um, well, yeah. also I wanted to plug – huh? go ahead. 
we'll go ahead quick if you want to plug quickly and then we'll we'll go on to our next caller. Yeah, I want to plug X7 and and X2 together. They 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 are they're phenomenal. Uh just like X9 and I took a double dose of both this morning so I'm on X18 and just be fair warned that when you do that uh make sure you have something to do because your energy levels are just woo. Are you from the uh, future, Keith? X9, X7. I've never even heard of the Are you are you tripling up on X3? Is that how you get to X9? 3 3 doses of the no, X3? X- X7 diet oh, force. The diet force. Okay, together. okay. I thought you were talking about the iodine supplement, the X7 diet yeah, force. Both of them. Yeah, the iodine and the X7 together. They're just phenomenal. It's a trucker's dream if they want something to keep them awake while they're driving. Well, thank you very much. Yeah, but, uh, and uh, X7 diet force is on sale right now for 40% off. So you can get that at InfoWarsStore.com. But no, you're exactly right. And that's why, you know, Alex's metaphor of Operation Matador is exactly right. I, I'm a I'm a big animal guy. I, I just I love animals, and I hate to see uh, you know animals mistreated. But I ca- I'm kind of down with bullfighting. I kind of think it's awesome because at the end of the day, it really is just a human being and a bull in there, and it's not the human being. The human being's not bigger and stronger than the bull. The hu- the bull can savage the human being in an instant. It's the trickery that the human employs. It's the dancing around that the human does that keeps the bull in you know frustrated impotence so it's like you're exactly right they're they're waving this red flag knowing that there's a sharp sword behind it and just waiting for us to charge at it all we have to do is do what the bull can't do and go hey don't go for the cape go for the guy go for the guy because hey say what you want first of all i think bulls are proud beasts and actually want to go out and and fight people in front of everyone i don't know maybe, maybe that's just me but i think you know, the, the proud bull is is happy to go do that. It's like roosters. You ever seen a rooster try to protect its uh, brood from a human? And it's just like looking at you with its head up, like wanting to fight you. It's it's awesome. But, you know, the, yeah, the great thing about bullfighting is that's a human being in there in the ring with the bull. The bull has all the advantage in the world. He just has to learn the tricks of the matador. So we're learning the tricks of the matador here, and we're going to metaphorically gore and trample on the scumbags trying to lure us into our own deaths it's a brilliant metaphor it's exactly right and it is what the feds are engaged in right now and boy it must be frustrating for them operating on their fantasy world of the nazi violent right wing and yet ah they can't get us to follow that script for some reason darn it so much easier to get the left to fall for their crap no we're the bull we're in this fight. We gore and trample and succeed. We know the cape, not the target. We'll be right back. More of your phone calls and hopefully the rage for more than a decade have been concentrated green powders with wheatgrass and so many other ingredients that are known to make us healthy, to make us vibrant and to defend our immune systems. Now, over a year and a half ago, we came out with a product that was top sourced, top of the line, as good as going to get. But then the supply chain broke down and it was sold out for more than a year. Finally, green fiber capsules, this big old bottle jam packed is back in stock for a limited time at InfoWarsStore.com, 30% off. In this limited time, I don't have time to go into all the great things it does or what it has inside. But go to InfoWarsStore.com and look up green fiber capsules for yourself and see how amazing it is. And what's just as amazing is it funds the InfoWar and keeps us on air. 
We're all under globalist attack. They don't want you to have these essential nutrients that are in this product. Get yours today at 25% off at InfoWarsStore.com. Now back in stock. 